This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Texas Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's the Kid Double H, Half Hope. We do this podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, all the Talking Tactics. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll read it on the show. If you want to help the podcast out monetarily, remember we do have a Patreon page, $3 a month. This week, we talked about coming to America and what's going on with the English royal family. I don't even like calling them royals. Just Fuck the em. people who y'all call royal in England. Put it that way. The so-called royal family. Go to Patreon if you want like the real talk. Right. We give you that real shit, man. All the links are in the description. Big up, Carl. Go subscribe to The Athletic. All right. There's many places to start this week. There's been so many Darbys. And the Der Classicer isn't really a Darby as such. No, it's not. It's, not, it's, it's a not. big match, so there no, you it's go. Not, it's not. It's not. It's not. However. No. Germany needs to stop. Germany, stop it. <laughs> we'll get there. Stop, we'll get there. Stop we'll calling get there. it the we'll, No, no, no. We'll get there. However, uh, let's start out with uh, the more chaotic element. So... I was told this place was a was a fortress. I was told this place was I don't know the Great Wall of China. It was Jericho. It was all these different things, these structures. The Great Wall of was it Benin? Mm. Six straight L's at home, you know, for Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, I feel like just the the more kind of obscure things that happen like or just unique because this is very odd to lose six straight games at home is it's crazy it's, for it's, anybody it's strange like there is no excuse because so again, for holding champions liverpool to be going through something like this there must be something deeper that's happening outside of injuries listen i was watching the match and then i watched the highlights so i watched the game i'll say it one and a half times the thing that stood out to me most was Liverpool's incessance on playing a high line while not pressing Fulham in some organized, mannered way. The Fulham defenders would have the ball, Mo Salah, Mane, and all the others. They wouldn't press and just easy balls over the top every time. It's like if you're going to play a high line, you must press. (laughs) <laughs> otherwise the fast people that scott parker just just you know what i'm gonna pick this pace and power player there's like one white dude in the starting 11 and he's the captain we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll put that on the back burner but this is just something i observed or was brought to my attention but we're gonna play high line without pressing if i can borrow malcolm's cadence that is insane so i don't know what's going on with them but it feels like we're inching towards a cliff. But, but my thing is about this is that the biggest mystery is the attack. That is the biggest mystery that I have no explanation for. Because my thing is, I have a maybe explanation, but I don't know. But it's the only explanation I can think of, and it's a psychological one. But the first thing is, yeah, a lot of the games they've lost is like 1-0. They're not getting destroyed like 4-0, 5-0. A lot of the games they're losing is like 1-0, 2-0, 1-0. So if your attack 
can get you two goals, which they should, they win a lot of the games that they've lost, <laughs> you know. So I said to myself, okay, what is the reason? And I think that it's a psychological thing. Like Goliath, big, huge dude, amazing dude, and you're known as being invincible. And you have this psychological thing of being this invincible thing, indestructible thing that nobody can take, take down. Once he gets beaten down, you it can affect you. Perfect example, George Foreman. Like Foreman said that after that Ali fight, he basically changed. It changed him. And I think he spent like several months just in hiding. Nobody could see him because before then he was known as this indestructible guy mm-hmm. that would just totally destroy um, Ali because Foreman destroyed Frazier. Ali struggled with Frazier, had wins and losses with him. So the logical thing was that Foreman is going to destroy this freaking dude. And when Ali beat him the way that he did, knocking him down and so forth, it's completely humbled him. So I think for Liverpool, it's like Anfield, what's it? Before what, 2017, it was such a this is a fortress where when everyone beats him, this is a special place for us to be beaten by Burnley. It was like, oh, it would just be such a psychological beat. And I think then it was just one after the other because, well, Burnley of all the teams, Anfield thing that's out. Man City, your rivals totally destroyed. That's another one. Everton, our sworn rivals, who've never beaten us yet since 1999. That's loss. <laughs> so mentally, they are shook. Which is why this isn't about... It is a little about status and strategies there, but this is mostly about motivation and mentality. Because there is, there is a lack of belief now. You know, there's a, a lack of belief. And football is, like a, is 70%, 75% men, mentality. The rest is talent. Mm. Because most teams, especially top-tier teams, you're on a similar level talent-wise. So what puts you over the edge is your psychology and your mental approach and the decisions that you make in game mixed with the talent that's already a um, is already an assumption of what you can do with the ball ball control balance pass here all that kind of stuff but now it's about okay now all right how can i apply myself and apply this and really try to be effective in the context of this game you know what fulham they seem like being relegated would be kind of harsh if that makes sense like you can tell that parker has the building blocks of something interesting and if he gets another season in the Premier League more investment perhaps they could become just a solid mid-table team but they're gonna have to get lucky with the whole relegation could be any one of those Chelsea Liverpool um that was Thursday Mason Mount winning goal what did you make of Mason Mount if we could talk about him quality goal really really good goal um People Baker. think we hate Mason. Well, okay. People think I hate Mason Mount because of what you say. Mm. I am whatever you say. I am now attached with it. Which okay, that makes sense. We do a couple of things together now. Yes, so. we do. So. <laughs> so it's like damn. It's like I, that's not me. That's him. <laughs> I might laugh and seemingly co-sign, but everything Hap Hope says, I don't necessarily agree with. Although on Mount, I I feel like we've been fair. No, we don't. We've been very fair, man. Um, because you see, people want you to just. Um... People like saying what they think you said. No, 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 no. But people want you to assess a player the same way that you view them, and if you don't, they will attack you. So even if you say that this player is good, no, he's amazing. 
as if good isn't good. <laughs> it's like he is a good player. There are things he does really well. There are things he doesn't do so well. He is great at shooting. He's got pretty good technique. He can do some nice few skills here and there. He does tend to make good decisions in the midfield area, but his final ball and his cutting edge and his just overall foot footballing thing ain't so great. When we talk about Havertz, that's a whole nother, nother ball game, you know? Because when you just saw what Havertz did with Everton today, that is a, a more well-rounded football player who is far more impressive on the eye than Mountains. You know what? Let's just get rid of the Everton game then. So Chelsea win against Liverpool. Then they have Everton. What, what are your thoughts on Tuchel and his management of the team, his... Uh, just, the, just the overall style of what Chelsea are, are, are doing right now. He seems to be getting results. He hasn't lost in 11, 12 games, whatever it is. You want me to be real? How real do you want me to, to, to be on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, as real me. as 10 crack addicts. <laughs> oh, that's still good. good. Um, <laughs> bro, that is Chelsea's best performance in a total. Okay. It's their best performance on the total. Like the first 20 minutes and wasn't, wasn't great. And own goal and a penalty. But their best performance. I said performance. Who cares about the goals? I'm talking about the overall, as how the team played footballing-wise. If you think about it, what game would Tuchel have there been great, a flurry of goals? Not None. that many. <laughs> you know, they've not really been a goal, oh, like 4-0, 4-1, like a 3-0. No, I think the most goals they've scored is two, I think. Have they scored more than two on the Tuchel? I don't think so. Because when I saw the lineup, I was like... Havertz, great. He deserves to start because Ziyech isn't pop up. And I was like, oh, Houghton Odoi? And then here's my theory about Houghton Odoi. I think I may have said this probably like last year or two years ago. Central players and wide players. It's very hard to move a central player out wide. But a wide player moved centrally makes more sense. A wide player is very used to playing in a very small, confined space. And is used to dribbling, getting past players, but in a very restricted amount of space. You move into the center, oh, wow, I can go left, I can go right. But if he's a left winger, I can only really go right. But when I go left, there's very little space for me to, to go left. If I'm on the right wing, oh, I can go left, but there's very little space for me to go right. But if I'm in the center, I can go left, I can go right, I can go in the, in the, in the, in the center. But the difference is you're now having to deal with more congestion in the center. Whereas if you're wide, it's just one of the one battles that you, that you have. So what you think for Homestead Odoi is, wow, there is more space for me to maneuver as opposed to how I am on the wing. So therefore, when you saw that for that first goal, you could see how he was able to be like, okay, boom, I'm going to bamboozle this defender to think that I'm going to pass the ball back, then quickly, sharply turn, and then create space and then move and just beat him, which is how that goal came about was by him um, getting past that dude. So you look at that and say, man, this could really be Houghton Odoi's position that could work much better for him as opposed to him being on the wing or him being a wingback. Havertz. It's his best game. Havertz's best game. And again, this just shows you about how a team plays. Under Frank Homeboy, it was Route 1 Brexit. So <laughs> in Route 1 Brexit, it's just run, 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 high tempo, move about, and it's just you know nonsense, you know, brainless football. But in this, the game is slower. Your, the team you're on is controlling the ball, having possession of, of, of the ball. And you can just see that suits Havertz like a glove. And I think his greatest asset is he's got great balance and great upper body strength. 
So, he, so, so for him, he like it's very hard to get him off the ball once he has the ball. Sometimes his control can be off and everything, but once he actually has control of the ball and is now driving forward, he is very good at just carrying the ball and has a good balance in carrying the ball and driving the ball forward. Wait a minute. To me, he looks like somebody who got a growth spurt, like recently. Like he looks like somebody who was always like five seven, five eight, five mm. nine, pretty good technically. And then he wakes up after two months in the summer, and now he's six one, six two. So he looks like he's to me. He looks awkward on the ball, as if he's not used to being that big yet. Do you know? Do you, do you remember Kanawanko? Yes. You see, it's it's almost similar to Kanawanko, where Kanawanko always looked a bit. It just looks a bit odd how he was on the ball, a bit unruly because he was obviously very very tall. And I think for for Harvest. That is how I viewed him when I first saw him. I was like, it, it just looks a bit odd and weird. I don't know, but it's just that the more and more I see of him, the more and more I'm now understanding his game. I'm just used to his game now. Mm. And the guy has got, like, if like he's got a very good first touch and a very good ball control. But the key thing is just his balance on the ball and just control of the ball moving forward, like, m- more so than, like, let's say, a Horton Odoi, a Mount, or even a ZH. You know, he carries the ball well. So, right. yeah, so, so I just think that, look, how a team plays greatly will affect how you look. Very few players are able to adapt. I think for ZH, this system and way of playing probably doesn't suit, suit him. Because in Ajax and Ten Hag, there's a lot of movement. The ball is moving around and guys are all in and out. But here, possession, you need to have good ball control, pop the ball off, be able to have control of the ball because there's not that much movement around. You have to be a bit more patient, so... Yeah, I think I think Chelsea look solid, which I think is the whole point. Mm. So under Lampard, it was a bit you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, one one game could be good, one game could be terrible. With Tuco, I think you're gonna understand like, okay, it's generally gonna be good, mm. but it could be better if you get the right pieces. Like if you add an actual center forward to the team, that's gonna get you thirty, thirty five goals Daniel, a season. Man. Daniel, it's, it's pretty much over. Man. Um, Venom, all right, look, we'll <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, yeah, no, 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 yeah, let's, let's not because, kick him while he's down, okay? Like, damn, hmm. um, those aside, let's talk about the derbies. Manchester City hadn't lost in 22 23 games. Manchester United, Ollie, as he does, you about to take this L, uh, in this match, so first minute or two, Jesus fouls Martial. Bruno Fernandez converts his penalty as he as he does. By the way, he scored thirty five goals for Manchester United so far in his English adventure. Eighteen of them have been penalties. So more than half of his goals for Manchester United are penalties, which I find interesting. It's a skill. Um, I, 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 don't I don't know, know if know. those goals should count like open play goals, but it, it is what it is. I don't know how much credit you should give. A top professional penalty player, should you be should their own penalties. stat. Penalties shouldn't be included with goals. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Should be I its agree. own thing. Maybe you'd put like the penalty goals in brackets. So like he scored seventeen yeah. goals. Then Open play goals, penalties. Brackets. Yeah, like penalties, one hundred percent. Like I am, I am willing to push for that. Of like penalties should not be included in a goal tally. But if you, if we did that, then you know the Ronaldo goal numbers. The... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the go. messy goal numbers, the Joseph Bikin numbers, <laughs> the go. 
I don't know who's up there. Gerd Muller. Is there evidence on how many penalties Pele scored? Like, do we have the the ledger of, okay, he scored 700-something goals, but this number is penalty. There must be records, surely. Anyway, Bruno converts his penalty. Yeah, Luke Shaw scored the 2-0. I think they said it's his first goal in, like, years or something like that in the Premier League. So, um, what's this? this is now his fifth win over Pep. Really? I think he, he beat him four times. I think he beat him four times last season. He beat him twice <laughs> in the league. He yeah. beat him in the second leg of the Papa John's Cup. And I think he beat him in another time. I can't remember when, but I think it was four Have times. Have you seen he what's, what's going on with Papa John's today? Oh, what, 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 what happened? Google it. Go, Google Papa John's or Twitter oh. it while, while we're talking. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, Ali... You know what? I think we need to give the guy some credit. I think I think far too often we've come on here and we've talked about ah, I don't, it's Juju, it's white magic. He's not doing anything. It it's eerily similar to how how we were not on the same oh, level, the obviously, heck? but how we talked about Zidane. Um, state of shock. Um, unbelievable. Um, I couldn't understand it. I, I mean, again, we have a public board that paints its chairman. Uh, complicit, passive, or active. They paint the founder as a racist. They know he's not a racist. It's just unbelievable. And I used to lay in bed just going, how did they do this? And we've had three goals for the last 20 months. To get rid of this uh, N-word in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary and everything else uh, because it's just not true. Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. (laughs) He said for the past 20 months, we're trying to get rid of the n-word from my dictionary my vocabulary and then he's like how how did they do this like bro you just said it was in your dictionary and vocabulary and you've spent almost two years trying to get rid of it welcome to get rid of <laughs> oh you see that's so, but why so, so i've got to stop eating papa john's pizza now yes oh come on it's tasty so you crust, see, why did he tell me this, man? Why the did he tell me okay. this? The crust is okay. The the crust is cool, but the actual pizza. Look, if if somebody you... buys Papa John's pizza, I wouldn't say don't eat the pizza. But if you have the choice of your own money to buy the pizza, don't buy Papa John's pizza because the founder is trash. Eventually, it's just going to be called Papa's. They're going to get rid of the John. Isn't 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 Shaquille O'Neal still? Shaquille O'Neal will take money from anybody. <laughs> He's a police officer, isn't he? So, I don't know. Shaq is Shaq. Yeah. So, it's just crazy that that guy has a cup named after him. <laughs> Papa John's cup, man. Yeah. Well, Money makes the world go round, baby. This is why you should never name a business after a person. Like, if KFC was really like Colonel Sanders chicken, you would have to cancel KFC. But because KFC is Kentucky Fried Chicken and it's not linked to the actual Colonel guy, who wasn't even in the military, I don't think. KFC gets to survive. What was I going to say? Ah, I was going to say we, we need to start giving Ali credit. Mm, no, rather not really. than Rather than uh, giving the credit to Juju or the referees or cheat, the game be cheating or it's the Premier League or all these conspiracy theories and but, stuff. But, but you know, this is this is only going to harm Man United because every time he does this, <laughs> United fans are not convinced that, aha, he's, he, he's the right man to take us forward. So he's always going to sort of... Um... Flatter to deceive. Oh, my God. I was about to say, like, I know what he wants to say. I don't want to... Freak... 
flatter to deceive. He's always going to flatter to, 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 to deceive. So, I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah, so, so, so it's like he isn't the right man to take Man United back to, to the top to being a European elite and competing against Bayern, Munich, PSG, and so forth. He isn't, he isn't the, the, the guy. And it's just that United fans are stuck in this kind of sentimental bubble of, uh. man, if only... Because, look, he, he scored probably the most famous goal for Man United in their history. Okay, that was I hear you. a crazy... So, for them, they're like, man, if this guy... Because, again, it goes back to... Let me even explain. The fallacy of clubs and the club idea. I've always said that international makes more sense than club. What Manchester United were in 1999 was totally different from what they were in 2013. And it's totally different from what they are now. What AC Milan is now is totally different from what they were in 1995. What Italy, as the, the nation of Italy, the footballing country, what they were in 1970 is exactly the same as they were in 06, is exactly the same as they are now. Same thing from Brazil, same thing from, from Netherlands. So every country, they are, because of their culture, they have a particular unique cultural approach and interpretation of football. So if you're the manager of Brazil thingy, it makes sense of buying into what the culture is of how they interpret it, they interpret football. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer being a United player and being part of United, they say, oh, you know the United culture. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> no, you've got totally different players from totally different nationalities. So there is, so you can't use the same culture you had under Fergie, under this guy's now because Fergie had a wholly, totally different set of, of players. And he was a different kind of a manager as well. Mm. So, like, I, I hear you on that point. And I hear you on the, he's not going to take them to the PSG Bayern level. But United did try the, first they tried the, what seemed to be the Ferguson successor or heir. With David Moyes. Just put another Scottish guy in there and hopefully he'll do his thing. That didn't quite pan out. Should have been given then, a summer. Oh, oh, no, I agree. I think Moyes was done dirty compared yep. to what Van Hal and Mourinho mm -hmm. got. But then they went for the proven experience the next two times of Van Hal. Let's try to play a more open, expansive brand of football. And they tried that. That didn't work. Then they were like, okay, Mourinho, I don't really care how we win, but just get us back to winning. And they tried that. He did win them trophies, mm -hmm. but it ended like it always does with, with, with Jose. Hates us. But in between that, they were like, weren't, weren't there seasons where they were like 7th, 8th, 6th? I think Van Hal got them back into top four, if I'm not mistaken. I think Mourinho got them into runners-up. And then obviously he had the season where he, where he messed it up. All he has gotten them, solidly, in the top four last season. And this season, it seems the same. So, obviously, he's not the guy hmm. to take them to that next level. I hear you and I agree with you there. But he has, on some level, steadied the ship to where they are probably a top four team. And you don't need to question that anymore. So, I do think there is some value to that. To where you do get credit for making United a viable top four team. Which was hmm. in question with Moyes, Van Howe, Mourinho. So, that's where I give you credit. Now... This is the dangerous part that I mm. guess we've seen with Arsenal where you're challenging for titles and now the expectation with Wenger for at least his the, his last decade, just get us top four. 
And once that becomes, oh, now we're a top four team, we're a top four team, and you get your eyes off the top spot, which is where United should be historically, that can become a problem. But I don't know if Manchester United will ever allow themselves to think like we shouldn't be winning leagues. Like this is just a blip and we'll be back. Mm. I think with Arsenal, that that rot was there a little bit too long. And now, you know, so if they're ruthless, we thank you, Ali, for steadying the ship. But we need the next guy, whoever that is, whether it's Nagelsmann or Allegri or whoever they go for next. But just that guy, they... Ali's not that guy, but he is a guy, and but, I think but, you do have to appreciate what he's done. But it's funny thing about Arsenal though, is that, and I think Robbie maybe clued in on this, <laughs> because Robbie, you know, right? Robbie like he has a new channel called Don Robbie, where he does like watch-alongs with like um, fans from different clubs. Because mm-hmm. I think he clued into that Arsenal. Well, what really gave Arsenal the big push weren't Arsenal fans. It was non-Arsenal fans rushed into AFTV to see them lose. But what made it a thing to see them lose was what they were before. It was the expectation that they should be winning. Yeah, that, it's the expectation where with this win. And these are guys who were the Invincibles, um, Champions League finalists, um, changed the whole thing of football, Premier League titles and everything. So now, wow, look at where they are right now. But now it's to a point of where if Arsenal lose to Brighton, I think it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's no longer a big deal. So non-Arsenal fans are no longer rushing. So he's like, okay, look, I need to sort of get... And, but he's become such a brand himself right now that he can now create a new channel. And this just shows you just how much Arsenal have fallen off. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> that Arsenal... The reason you rushed to AFTV was because it was a big deal if Arsenal yeah. dropped points to Watford or West or Aston Villa or whoever mm-hmm. it was. Like, can you believe it? Now it's like, yeah, I can believe it. Like it's been yeah, yeah. so long now that there's not that rush to, you know, half a million million views. DT rants about this. Like, uh, what are he ranting about, man? They're tenth. <laughs> like it's obvious now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Is that all from England? It's Tottenham. England. Tottenham. Bale looks good. The guy looks like is he's it, getting is, back to his. Is best. it beast mode? Is it beast mode or or? Bill I'm not well. seeing like, and I don't think we'll ever see this again. Because again, I think Carl pointed this out. I think we all collectively came to this, but Carl worded it the best, right? Gareth Bale is the most pace and power player in the past generation. Mm. Okay, he's just white, so nobody calls him the pace and power player. But that's what he was like. What he was doing, you know, the Inter Milan game where he knocked it around Mycon and just used his pace and mm-hmm. got around. What he did in the Copa del Rey final where he knocked it around Barcher and just ran like that's pure PMP. Yeah, yeah PMP is PMP. But <laughs> he's white, so mm. we don't mention that part. That's only a Dama Traore that could be pace <laughs> and power. Um, so I don't think we'll ever see that prime athlete again. Because that was just a particular thing when he, when he was at that age, like before the massive injuries or just injury niggles. All I don't like that word, niggles. What well, sounds what? much like nigger? Or... Yeah, what the what the who invented <laughs> niggles? Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Like every time I was in in school, I always tried to get out of saying vinegar. <laughs> what? You know, because because I would say, oh yeah, because was part of vinegar. How do you say Arnold Schwarzenegger? You see, Arnie, you just call him Arnie. Oh, yeah, I always said Arnie. I always said Arnie. Yeah, yeah, I always said Arnie. Or I'll just be like, yeah, on a short thing, I just hope that they don't really because <laughs> it's a guys, real quick. yeah, yeah, because guys in my school, especially my teachers, they were so racist and stuff. 
because I remember. Wait, what was wait, no, 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 no. Save, save the story for the Patreon, guys. Oh yeah, alright, save it. <laughs> Racism, Patreon, Patreon. S- subscribe to Patreon. You'll you'll hear some racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like Bale, Bale was the PNP player, but now he's not that. So mm. I was thinking, like, when you say, "Are we ever going to see Beast Mode again?" I think you probably invented that when we saw those kinds of moments. Mm. That's not coming back. But basically, like, like, like when he. he he ran off the pitch and then outpaced Batra for that yeah, winning goal yeah, that in the Copa del Rey. Like that, that's beast mode. Like, that's beast mode. That's beast the, mode. Like the last that we saw of that was the overhead kick in the Champions mm. League final. Like that was that was him using all that he had left. Do, do you know that we don't speak enough about what this guy just did? And that this guy off the bench, pissed off, scored. And see, here's the thing. Aesthetically, Cristiano's looked better. But in terms of difficulty, that's... Do you know what it means to catch the ball? Marcelo's cross wasn't easy. It's all yeah. It's all <laughs> basically, he had to catch it because it wasn't the greatest cross. He had to basically catch it and then do that. It's us. I mean, look, Bill. That bro. might be the best goal in the Champions League final ever. Over and Zidane? I, and, and, and I know people will go to Zidane against Leverkusen in 0-2. No, it's not better than Zidane. Sorry. It's not better than Zidane. It's I think not, it's bro, bro, it's not better than Zidane. Like, stop. No. It's not better than Zidane. The, go, what, go watch the Zidane goal again, then come back I, to me. Oh, no. I, I have it in my head. What I'll give Zidane a slight edge in the fact that it's his left foot. And there's no way he should be doing that with his left foot. Like, that's just insane. I don't know how he decided. Mm. Weak foot. Do you think Roberto Carlos ever thought in his wildest imagination that, you know what? I'm going I'm to kick this into the sky. No. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> it was just Zidane, a cross. It's, it's not going to touch the ground. And Zidane's going to put it in the head. <laughs> but then again, I could think like Marcelo. You think Marcelo was aiming for Bale? I don't know if he was. No, no. He's, 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 he's just he's putting the ball in. The, the amount of time that he had to think about it, it, he must not have thought. He was just like, ball, kick it. Yeah, just, 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 just hit it. Hit it, boom. But see, that's, see, the Bale thing is pure instinct. It's not amazing, but it's pure instinct. Zidane is, I have to get this perfectly Ooh. right. I, I I agree because Zidane knows what he's going to yeah, do. Yeah, because he knows exactly that. Okay, ball is coming up. I need to time this. Uh. Hits it at the right place with the amount, right amount of speed, right technique, and uh. position it in a way where the keeper can't take it. The, the The level of difficulty is insane. That's tough. Those those will be my top two. Either way, that guy's not coming back. But what I saw in the Spurs game, his touch. His range of passing, his anticipation, the headed goal was good. You can see the the pieces of like he can be a player that can be effective in the Premier League. Like a fit Bale is still a top ten player in the Premier League. Because he might not have the physical attributes that he had when he was twenty three, mm. twenty four. But you play in Spain for five, six years, there's no way you're not gonna come back as a better technical player mm. than you were with Harry Redknapp. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, I think he can be effective. He's never going to be beast mode again. But, I think four goals in two games and some assists or something along those lines. So, hey, Spurs are going to be a trouble definitely in the Europa League. I think that's going to be their, their path to get into the Champions League. So, yeah. But top four isn't too far. Like, top it's four not, isn't no. too far away. Like, you just, just got to looking... just kind of slip up, which is in their nature, it seems. Um Except the times they didn't, and they won the league. All right, Madrid. Atletico scoring first is like the worst thing that can happen in any football match. 
Simeone is a. I hate when they score first. I'm so happy that Giroud scored because at least I know Atletico can't play scared in in the second leg. So I'm gonna enjoy that game because Atletico are we know we have to score. When they scored the first goal, Suarez, hell of a goal by the way. Outside of the foot. It, I think it was Zito Zito um, on Twitter. It's a, he's a good follow if if you if you're not following him. But he observed like Suarez in his mind. He changed his finish like two or three times. You could tell like he didn't know how he was gonna finish it, and he ended up with that, with that outside of the foot. And you could see him setting it up for the outside okay. of the foot. But for me, I looked at it and it was like I I see what he saw. What was like? How do I how do I do this? Um, oh, no, oh come on! Like things happen so quickly in football. You don't have much outside. Mm, you like I think as soon as he looked up, I was like, all right. All right, out of the foot, bend it, boom. Because things are happening so, so quickly, you have to just We will get back decide. to outside of the foot at the end of this game. I have something okay. to talk about. Okay. Oh, Modric's free kick. Let's have a discussion about Modric. A good discussion, not a bad discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Suarez goes ahead or puts Atletico ahead. Because I know what this means now. Mm. So, there were portions of the game where... <laughs> They're like seven Atletico defenders lined up for six defenders. It's like four, six goalkeeper. Wait, so, hey, wait, wait, so, wait, wait, so, wait. Not, I don't agree. Okay, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish, but I don't agree. But I'll let you finish. Atletico had so many chances on the counterattack to make it 2-0. There was, it was just chance after chance that basically they just messed up. There was one instance even before the Madrid goal where Suarez could have put, I think, Correa through. The ball was too wide. I was like, ugh. The more that Atletico missed the chances that they had to get 2-0, Real Madrid are probably going to score because that's how this works. It's like a football rule, essentially. If you don't kill the opponent while you can kill the opponent, eventually they will come back and hurt you. Mm. And that's what happened. I guess the warning for that was the Vinicius ball to Benzema that probably should have been a goal. When Benzema missed that, I tweeted, Benzema is playing against Madrid. And then obviously we know what that means. (laughs) Benzema comes and he gets the equalizer. The way Madrid played through that defensive line, I did not think that was possible. There were three center backs, wing backs, midfielders, everybody around. Benzema and Casemiro playing like one touch, like it's FIFA or Pez. I'm like, what is this? But you disagreed with something I said, so I'll let you cook. Atletico, that is probably one of the most proactive I've seen them being after being 1-0 up in a long time. Because after they got the goal, they kept on going and they didn't sit back. Actually, they actually kept on going on the on the front foot. And I think what's it called? Like Carrasco was one v one, but like Kuta made some very big saves. So I was like, at let's go. We're actually wow! Like you didn't sit back. It's only, they only see they only sat back when Jal Felix came on. So around the seventy fifth minute, then they were like, oh shit, fifty minutes left. Let's go back to being Simeone merchants. To, okay, to to be fair, that's the part of the game that's in my head most. So yeah. when I'm when, when I'm picturing Atletico right now, I'm picturing that portion of the game where I, there's just one quick image in my head, like a flash, and it's mm. just like a bunch. It was it's like the Chelsea game, just a bunch of Atletico, like red and white stripes, just lined up in front of Old Black. So that's what I see when I picture. So I'm like, they went ahead one nil, and then my mind goes to that image. But then the more I think about it, you're right. Like Atletico did have many chances to to put the game away. They just didn't. Madrid are inevitable, man. They're gonna score. No, no, but Atletico really—they—they they messed. Like, 
the way that Real Madrid scored was unacceptable. <laughs> How do you let Benzema literally go through straight at you guys? And see, that just shows panic, which is it goes back to the whole thing of Sim Simeone. You have to change tact because it's the same thing that happened in the Champions League final where you defend, defend. No. Sometimes they say that the best form of defense is, a, is, 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 a, is attack because the more you attack, the more you push the opposition back. How many times, because you did it against Red Bull Leipzig, you score that goal, you sit back. You score a goal, you sit back. Because you look at them defending, it was, if they didn't panic, they'd be like, oh, who's, who's to the right, to the left, and so forth? Okay, where, where is Casemiro? So they just allowed homeboy to, to, to come through, give the ball in, and then boom. So no, no, they F'd up there, they F'd up. Big time. I think of Casemiro, because that's what he is, as a defensive midfielder, right? But the amount of times you watch Madrid and he comes up with a goal, an assist, some attacking pieces. He's very clutch. He's very clutch. No, no, see, he's very all-round. He can tackle, he can pass, and he can score, and he's good in the final third. He's he's like the most non-defensive midfielder, defensive midfielder that I can think of right now. I'm just like, yeah, that's what it says on paper. But... Hmm. Not really. All right. End of the game. 1-1. Madrid have a free kick. I'm thinking, all right, this is Tony Kroos, right? <laughs> He's going to take it. No. <laughs> Luka Matras decides, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go Travella. <laughs> and I remember watching that. like, bro, Madras is a sick human, man. I don't trust anybody to do that. But if it's going to be anybody, make it either Charisma which, okay, cool. Or Modric. So I can give you a pass on that one. I, but I just remember thinking, this guy's sick. <laughs> like and, it, is, and, it is wild. No, because and, it's like, if, and, that had, if that had gone in. End of the game. But Madrid need to win the game, to be honest. If they want to win, the, if they still have eyes on, on winning La Liga. And he goes with that. I'm like, that is sick. <laughs> just to, to have the, I don't know, the idea and then the actual balls to try it shout out Modric man I'm I'm, I'm gonna miss when he's gone because every time I watch Madrid he's the most fun thing about he's, that he, team. he's he's quality he's, he's, he's amazing it's so, so good like and I'm pissed that when he played with Spurs I hated Spurs because of the stupid attachment to fucking Chelsea Football Club that I wasn't uh, able to enjoy Modric as much as I should have done I don't I yeah I, I was never into that crap I know I'm like I oh know. man the rivalry f- yeah, I was like, you know how it is, man. Ah, fuck Spurs. Like, I'm <laughs> so pissed. Up. Like, now I can actually enjoy Kane and Ali and Son. Do and... you know how wild that is? The, the people who are saying F-Spurs are the same people singing about gassing Jews because Tottenham Once I got Jewish to people. a point in my life where I understood that, <laughs> <laughs> it freed me from my shackles and now I can enjoy stuff. So, like, I, when I think of those years, like, Modric was in the Premier League. You could have enjoyed this way more. Yeah. Uh, all right, Barcelona. New president, Laporta. I was seeing the quotes that this guy has. He's a incredible salesman. He's talking about it's, it's going to be nothing for me to get Messi back. <laughs> there, there, there was something about um, when, when, when he was Barcelona president from, you know, the Reichardt era, Pep era, basically. Mm. Um, they had UNICEF on the kit. <laughs> he was like, as soon as I left, now it's Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they're saying like you you're whoring out the club to Qatar when when we were giving money to UNICEF. Mm. So that was funny. But yeah, he's he's 
I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody saw the video where he was talking to the Messi so, jersey with like, I'm going to give him an offer he can't refuse. And let me, like let that. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think he convinces Messi to stay? I think he's. Messi no, no, no. Should... Yes or no? Yes or no? Just do, well, do you I, think I, he'll convince I, Messi? I, to stay? I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. 2016, Copa America, final. This is Argentina's third final in a row. Second straight Copa America final. Penalties, Messi's penalty lands in Krypton and um, they lose the penalty shootout, you know. The Messi says, all right, I'm done. So he's retired from Argentina. Then there's this huge, massive barrage of all these guys, Argentine guys saying, Messi, don't go, I love you, blah, blah, this, that, and that. A massive thing on social media. So he's sort of emotionally manipulated into... Coming back to Argentina. Nah, he was capping when he said he was retiring, bro. He was bro, just he, oh, he, he was, was emotional, man. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't. Carl yeah, Thomas. He, he wasn't. I knew you win. <laughs> no, no, but, but see, with Laporta, what Laporta might do is he may say, All right, he'll send like an email to all Bass fans and say, Hey you, this is a secret email. Please don't share with anyone. I want you to record like a one, two minute video message talking about how much um Messi means to you. Messi means to you and make a video and cry if you have to. <laughs> Get if if you can't cry on cue, just put some onions below the camera and just let the tears roll. And they're gonna create a nice montage and send it to homeboy. And then they're just gonna he's just gonna emotionally manipulate him into staying. Look, and my thing is that I now think that there is a possibility because you know he you know he actually voted. Uh, that's what I was gonna say before you told me to say yes or no. I was going to say, like, he's never shown up to elections before, and he did this time. I suppose knowing that Laporta was ahead and was going to win. So, yeah, that suggests to me that he pro- he'll probably stay. I-, I think the emotion that he felt last summer was genuine, and that he genuinely wanted to leave. Now that the situation has changed and Bartomeu was now gone... He's within his rights to, all right, the situation has changed. I feel like Barcelona can be better. Let's try to work something out. Mm-hmm. I, I do think, though, that for the betterment of Barcelona, he can't be on that much money still. <laughs> You're 34 years old, 33, 34 years old. We can't be paying you like a million, two million a week. Like if you want the team to be better in your older age, you have to relieve some of this for us. I mean, you see this happen... You know, in American sports, I guess we could put it that way. You know, sometimes the quarterback is on like a lot of money in the NFL and they ask him, especially once he gets older, will you take less money? Brady did this with the Patriots Mm. a lot. He would take less money so the team would then have more money to improve other areas or an NBA player like the the Miami Heat. Dwayne Mm. Wade and LeBron James took less money in their contract. So then the team, the Heat could sign Chris Bosh to give them the big three, like things like that. Messi, if you once you have Griezmann on eight hundred a week or some crazy number, like there's so much cash that's going around. If you want to improve the squad and get better central defenders, get another midfielder, buy an actual striker, seeing as they let Suarez go, and you're trying to ride out here with Braithwaite and these men, <laughs> you need to relieve the pressure on the club. So this would be an opportunity, I think, if you want to stay. You'll make the money back with sponsorships and, you know, you can pass money underneath the table if you need to. But that contract, if what was reported is accurate, 
and it seems like it is nah that 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 has to change so i think that's all um italy quickly um inter won just a few so, moments ago so close. so close so close man if they have if they messed us up <laughs> they are so close they're fighting for the sake of football man <laughs> like that the honor of it yeah Italian. the honor of football is in their hands man <laughs> so close um Skriniar scored against atalanta atalanta with a goalless game i'm not quite sure how often that happens um but it has let me check what the table is looking like so we have inter on 62 points um milan on 56 juve on 52 roma on 50 so juve came in even napoli have games in hand didn't it yeah but one game yeah. And Juve are 10 points back with a game in hand. It's not looking great for them. Inter haven't lost in weeks. Um, actually, they haven't dropped points in the last at least five games. Just going mm. by Google is, is all we have. So Milan, again, we've said this many times. Milan are just here to get Champions League. Them winning the league, I think, is... Nah, that was never realistic. If, if Conte, if you fail, I will laugh at you. No, 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 no. It will not. If I fail, it's there has to be a dissertation. Like it's like you surely you can't fail now. Surely not. But it's like I can't bet against a team that's joining nine times in a row. I know what you said before. That's well, the more times, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not betting against a team that's doing nine times in a row. That. Oops, sorry. Fudge that. I mean, there was no French football this week for whatever reason. But I think it's quite convenient that Neymar's fit now, and they didn't play this week. What if this was all a grand scheme to make sure that Neymar didn't injure himself in the games that would have been held this week so he can play in the Champions League in midweek? Could you imagine if Neymar played this week like they were playing, I don't know, Montpellier or somebody like that, and he gets injured against Montpellier? <laughs> Could you imagine? Your video would be a four-minute rant. This brick, uh... this... He has his own wing. Like, people would be speculating because no, his that, sister's birthday is in like two three days or whatever it is no but, but PSG at least have done enough most of the legwork man but you know I'm actually still scared about Wednesday fam it's set up for PSG to fail do you know what Ahmad said you know Ahmad is a PSG fan they, he said that I don't yeah, know him, he, but... no 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 yeah, but he said that he bets his life on it that PSG won't mess this up I'm not betting my life on I was, I was like, Ahmad, wait, 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 what are you on about? Like, how do you bet your life that PSG wants to mess up? <laughs> how much is his life worth? He would have to ask that, answer that. But yeah. Before Mbappe scored the third goal, or the fourth goal, which was his hat trick, I was thinking, if this ends 3-1, there's a chance. The four? I mean, that's a lot. 3-0 or 5-1, does it? It's, it's not beyond the realm of possibility mm -mm. to win a game 3-0. But I would think PSG are going to score once, which means they would need 4-1. They, 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 like, they would have to if, match the result. But, but if you have a sending off, that changes everything. Say, it, it, would have, it would have to go how the last one went, where Suarez scored quite early on. And that kind of gave Barca the platform to where we got the early goal. Now we just need two. Mm. And if you need two goals in 70 minutes, that's manageable. 
what confused the last one was the Cavani goal. Mm. Was they PSG got an away goal. So Barca needed three to win. That was, <laughs> and that they was, got was it, the three yeah. that they needed. The penalty, the free In kick. like 10 minutes. That, it was that, the away that, goal. That was the crazy part. Because they, because PSG scored the away goal, that shouldn't have happened. Mm. If if Cavani doesn't get the away goal, then Barca, obviously, they, they would yeah, win yeah, it yeah. normally. But the away goal was like, okay, they need three goals. There's no way they're going to do this. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Ah! <laughs> what? So yeah, um, Dude, how do you lose six one, man? Fuck. Okay, speak, speaking of comebacks, we can fit this one in before questions. Dortmund were up two nil. Mm. They scored very early on, Haaland, and then another one, um, and then one, two, three, four. Lewandowski is a beast, obviously. Um, He's got thirty one goals. How many? 31 goals. 31 goals in probably 20-something games. He'll probably end up with... I think the record in Germany is 40, 41, 42. Yeah, Muller. No, 40, Muller. Why do you know that? Because we talked about it on the Hangout. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I thought he just had the statistic. I was like, damn. No, 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 no. Did, did did you write Gerd Wuller's wiki? Like, what's going on? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up with 40 or some ghastly godly number um by the way i think silva for eintracht frankfurt is level on goals with erling Haaland right now yeah so why aren't chelsea trying to go by him because andre silva didn't do too well for ac milan so why is he doing well in the bundesliga do you think Haaland is is, is more of the real because he he was bowling for salzburg and he's bowled in the seal has andre silva bowled in the seal has he hmm has he called, has this got a goal in the CL knockout round ever? No. I don't know if he's been in one. There we go. Well, he's been playing with Milan, so There we go. Anyway, I'm just saying if a guy called Silva who was a trash guy in Serie A can match what Haaland is up to, <laughs> shouldn't that tell us something about this league? I, I don't want this to be every goals. week anti I'm not anti Bundesliga. I'm yeah, just man, saying it's not as good as y'all man. think it is. So what? I, I said you're anti German. <laughs> you know, I don't know that many Germans to be to be anti them. You know, their histories. Uh, well, I'm I'm anti their history. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, have you seen England's history? Belgium's history. But the history, actual, but the France's actual history. people. I don't I don't know enough Germans. But yeah, your your league isn't as nice as y'all say it is. Put it that way. It's fun to watch though. I'll put it that way. Like it's a fun. Oh, you wanted to talk about Der Klassiker being non-existent yeah it's like i think it was an invention like yeah they're not even in the same geographical place no no, like that that the the actual rivalries are it's no 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 it's not local local rivalry it's not being local rivalry i think they just wanted to play look barcelona and real madrid is called el Clasico. they're not in the same city but but that's political like there's the Catalan versus the Madrid. Yeah, but like... no, but but still, they want it to be. This is our big game, so we want to double as a big game because it's all for promotional purposes. The issue is buying. If you keep on taking the best players from these so-called rivals, you can't. Basically, you can't have your cake and eat it. Mm-hmm. So you want you to create your own El Clasico or Milan derby, but you poach players from this team to your team. 
knows or you, you you can't have that like it's not gonna they're, work they're, so they're cannibalizing the league but then yeah. want to talk to the people they're eating like they mm. don't exist because you're eating them you can't yeah, talk yeah, with no, it no. like that's a terrible analogy and, and what's it called upamecano is not going to buy him so and this is the, the team who are Look might finish second to you sane obviously by, by way of city but that's a Schalke player uh gnabry by way of arsenal but he's from somewhere like their whole team is constructed with pieces from other places. So, Goretzka's from, was it Schalke as Schalke. well? Schalke. Schalke. You just keep buying people on the free. Sula was from someplace. Like, Sula. By the way, on FIFA, Sula is too fast. I don't like him. On oh. FIFA. By the way, I've retired from playing FIFA online. There's there's this thing called FIFA Seasons because Half Hope doesn't play FIFA, so he probably has no mm. idea what I'm talking about. Like, there's there's Ultimate Team which is like the cards and the packs. I don't do that because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. gambling. But you can just basically pick a regular, like if you want to play with Chelsea, you get their whole team. Or if you want to play with oh, yeah. United, or yeah. you know. So you go through like 10 divisions uh, online and you have to get a certain amount of points and you get promoted and you can win trophies and this and that. So I was in like the division one, which is, you know, it takes like 100 or so games. I mm. won the, the title. So you get 10 games and you got to get 23 points in the 10 games. Not easy to do. I did that and I'm, I've retired. I've put down my joysticks. Oh. I did it with PSG, by the way. So shout out Mbappe. Oh. Shout out. Shout out Neymar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm not playing this anymore. Because uh, just no. I'm, I, don't, I don't feel like trying to chase uh, Mane and Salah every you know how many people just use Liverpool and just mm. pace merchants? It's frustrating when you see people's handles and it's like 03, 01, 99. <laughs> I'm like, this person was born in 99 too. That like that's, they have that's, that's crazy, man. They don't they don't have no no memory of like the twin towers or nothing. Just like I'm not playing you guys. And I know football way better than you. It's not even fun. I'm destroying you on an intellectual level because I know how the game works. You guys just spam through. Anyway, shout out to FIFA, but I'm not playing that shit no more. I'll, 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 I'll play career modes, and if anybody wants to play me online, I'll play you. But I'm not playing that shit no more, man. I'm going out on top. All right, questions. Uh, Steven Gerrard won the league with Rangers in Scotland. So somebody asked, do Liverpool need to pull the trigger now and hire Stevie G? Mm, bro, you don't want to do that, man. You don't want to <laughs> do that. Look at Chelsea. <laughs> don't want to do that. To be fair, I I think I said this at the time. Gerard has gone about his managerial career in a far more responsible, way, way judicious better. manner than Frank Lampard ever dreamed of. Basically, so, you, you can tell a lot by their personalities and people just by how they've gone about this man, managerial thing because Lampard is a guy where okay, this is just a guy of privilege yeah. and, and arrogance. Jared is a guy where okay, no, like I think a, a bit a bit more wiser in how because he knows no no. I want to ensure that when I do take this job, I'm not succeed. Lampard is oh Chelsea, I'm just gonna go there and I'm just gonna just live off of vibes. Jared is no. Once I go to Liverpool, I want to be as prepared as prepared as yeah. possible so, when I get that job. So, do you think Liverpool should pull the trigger on Gerard? No. If I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't want that. Yeah. Just it's keep, like, no. no, like the the risk of him... Ru- or, or maybe... Because do you know how tough the Premier League is? <laughs> I 
and also I don't know if that exists in the same way for Steven Gerrard though. Like he what, never what won the Premier League, so his his way of winning the the Premier League for Liverpool will have to be as a manager. So I would assume Liverpool fans would want Gerrard because that's his that that would be his redemption story. That like that would put his his the full circleness on it, you know. So he has to do it eventually. I just don't know if you want to do it now. Mm. But no, he has to no, no. like like Lampard or Drogba or those guys going back to Chelsea like nah, like your story is settled. Gerard's story isn't settled. He still has something missing and he'll he'll never get it as a player, you know, he mm. slipped. He slipped up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh yeah, that's that's how he'll do it if he does it. It's the only way he can. Um Somebody said, now that Liverpool have been exposed, what needs to change? Um, LFC sold Coutinho to Barca and used the money to strengthen the squad. If you're Liverpool, which players would you sacrifice so you can get enough cash to strengthen again? Um, Salah, Mane, Firmino, Trent, Jota, Van Dijk, the goalkeeper. Wow, he wants to sell everybody. (laughs) Chris, damn, you trying to sell Jota already? Come on, bro. That's that's wild, man. The guy, the guy, I think oh, he's, he's been injured. I, I think he's just giving us a player bank. So, like, these are the options. Mm. But um, if you're going to sell anybody, you sell Salah. Yeah, I was reading an article. And, oh, yeah, Robbie Fowler. You'll get the most money for him. Yeah, Ma- because Ma- Money's value has probably yeah, tanked this season. Like, Robbie Fowler was basically saying that um, the smartest thing to do is cash in on, on Salah. And it's, I don't know. It's, That's, the, it's it's an odd time to try to sell, though, because who has money? Barca, Real and I don't PS, know if Barca PSG has always money. have money. You City PSG? and PSG always have money, but you don't want to sell to, to P- Man yeah, City. Yeah, you're not going to sell to Man City. Um, I don't know if Madrid have the cash for that. And if if Madrid do have the cash for Salah, I think they would look in a different place. They'd look for Holland first. Mm. Um, not, not, not that you couldn't pull off both, but... Yeah, that's going to be difficult. I saw somewhere... Oh, who said it to me? That Mane is going the way of Alexis. That their style of play was so similar. That they're going to have similar trajectories. <laughs> like, like basically, when, 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 they, when they're finished, they're going to be done. And I wonder if we're seeing that kind of brick wall now with that, that Mane's hit. So, I don't know if selling him makes the most sense. Um... Damien Perez asked, basically, who do we think is going to win La Liga? So if you had to give me a name. If Barcelona, and I said this before, this might be Messi's biggest accomplishment. If he ends up winning Barcelona, this league, this particular one, his, his biggest domestic accomplishment, I'll put it mm. that way. Winning a league he didn't even want to play? I don't even want to be here, but I'll give it to you anyway. <laughs> I feel like that would be like a great accomplishment considering it's the turmoil that, that you know that, I, I, that the clubs bro, I, I have no idea it's i tough. have no idea because there is a, a great argument for all three mm. i have no idea i would i would like to see atletico win though oh no, that, like, that would be you know because it just it makes the league much more interesting if it was um, to win but all right but actually somebody did ask this are people too fast with barca being back they need to pay 200 million in transfer fees before they even spend anything this summer and pay off even more to banks across Europe. They can't get state aid anymore because the European Union has banned it. <laughs> even they can't erase 1.2 billion euros of debt. So damn. How do you get so much in debt, man? Basically, Batsumema, how are you? He's in prison. How are you <laughs> rolling, for a reason. Man? 
<laughs> Yo, by the way, the guy was hiring, and I've, I've read more stories about that, the firm that we talked about last week. Hmm. He They hired, allegedly, a firm to create bot accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We and then those bots. bot accounts would then attack particular yeah, yeah, individuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And create like a smear campaign, like in That would then foster um, the sentiment that they wanted within actual people, which then would foment more... I don't know, ire or anger against right. those individuals. And it would be, be a cycle to do that with people's actual reputations. It's if crazy. it's true, that's outrageous, but I'm sure that happens way more than we'd like to think it does. It, it's not just a football thing that happens. Like the way that uh, some political elections have gone in the recent past where you'll have uh, one country putting out robots on Facebook and so Twitter and Instagram, putting out memes and things that then puts one side against the other. Like, that's just what happens. So for that to leak into football, not too surprising. For you to get caught doing it as a president of Barcelona, if it's true, that's a, that's pretty crazy. Did, did, did we talk about everything? So yeah, nothing in France. England, with Champions the League. Did, it's, it's... Do, do, we, do you want to do a quick... I mean, we did. We already talked PSG things, yeah. so it's really just. Um, what are the other four games this week? So Juve are beating FC Porto because of that. It'll be a goal by Chiesa. Dortmund Sevilla. I think that's going to pop off. That could go either way. I've not had had that's going to go. No. I still believe Liverpool will go through against Leipzig. They may lose, but I still think that those two away goals is going to help them. I still yeah. think that they'll go through. Yeah. And so. PSG. Yeah. Well, whatever happens, like no. You better win. I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with PSG Barcelona. I don't trust them. So you, you better win. Neymar Mbappe had the first leg. I need Neymar to have this leg. <laughs> All right, you can't let him upstage you twice. We will see you guys next week. Remember to follow us on social medias, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the talking tactics. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcast, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five star review, and we will read it on the show. And also remember podcast, to to join up and think about joining our. Patreon man, where we give you some of that extra lovely life stuff. So anything you want to know about issues around the world with life, movie reviews, racial issues, and all that stuff, join us and become a partner. We'll give you that extra salala. <laughs> uh, follow Half Hopes uh, Twitter account, Half Hope yes, Hut. I'm at Daniel to look. Remember to check out his website, halfhopefootballhut.com. Yes, sir. Um, all right, and we'll see you guys next week. Talk Texas podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Peace, peace, peace. One. Sports Social Podcast Network. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.